Welcome to the WP Builds Podcast, bringing you the latest news from the WordPress community. Now, welcome your hosts, David Wormsley and Nathan Wrigley. Hello and welcome to episode, can you believe it, 14 now of the WP Builds Podcast. Um, I'm joined today, as always, by David Wormsley. Hi, David. Hello, how are you? I'm good, thank you. And um, today, uh, a little bit like last week when we had Hanny from um, SPP on, this week we've got um, somebody else to chat with us. We've got Doug Bellchamber, who's based in the UK. Um, Doug, we normally do a little bit of news, but perhaps the, the best thing to do right at the outset is if you want to spend a minute or two just introducing yourself, who you are, what you do, how you've ended up um, coming on a WordPress podcast instead of a health and fitness podcast. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so over to you, Doug. Well, thanks, Nathan. Um, okay, I'm Doug Bellchamber. Um, I always get caught out with the question, what do I do? But I, I generally, um, during the day, spend my time doing uh, technical marketing. Um, and I am a web developer by night. Um, although I'm doing more and more of it nowadays, especially with Beaver Builder. Uh-huh. Okay, wow. so the, I think, yeah, the, the reason that we have got uh, Doug on is because of the interaction that, that him uh, and David, I think, initially um, stoked up when, I think it was to do with a, a video embedding plugin that you wrote for Beaver Builder, um, Doug, after a video that um, that David had put together. I think that's right. Would that be true? <clears throat> yeah, I, I still his ideas and... Um... <laughs> Put them into plug-in format. <laughs> I confess I've never used it. I think I tried. I think I tried David's idea, but I've never used your plugin. But as always, any contributions to the Beaver Builder community widely, widely applauded. Thank you so much. Right. Okay. So we'll come back um, and talk with Doug in a little moment. But we've got just a tiny, tiny little bit of news. Not so much news, really. Just things that I'd spotted this week. Um, the fallout from the REST API vulnerability in WordPress 4.7.1 and 4.7.0. Um, I got a link. I think it's on. I'm not exactly sure. I think it might be the WP Engine website. The, the, I'll put the link in the show notes. Where essentially they think that 1.5 million websites were hacked. The vast majority, no, not the vast majority, about 400,000 of which were hacked by one individual who goes by the handle Mohammed Imad. Um, coming in second after that, <laughs> second prize, silver place, if you like, uh, about 250,000 by another uh, hacker. And so it goes on. This problem, I think, has now gone away. It appears that Matt has sort of taken this in hand. And as of 4.7.2, the, the REST API vulnerability has been quashed. So that's kind of old news, but quite interesting. The other bit of news that I've got, um, we'll talk about extensively. So I'll just literally mention it is that this week, very, very large piece of news in the Beaver Builder community because um, a new alpha release of a plugin called, well, I think we're sticking with Beaver Thema has been introduced. My guess is that if you're listening to this podcast, you know exactly what that means. Perhaps not, but we'll be discussing it later. Um, so moving on, third piece and final piece then is that the toolset plugin, which I, I've been wrangling and tearing my hair out about, um, has released quite a significant update. They've got layouts 1.9 and views 2.3 were released this week again if this is something that you're into you used either of those plugins go and check it out it seems like a major overhaul they've said um, and i quote this update aims to change the way that you build sites with toolset we're aiming to just create one workflow no matter what theme you're using or what you're developing the new features in layouts and views are intended for this purpose so yeah i think significant amount of updating there and if you use those plugins go check them out i'm I'm going to pursue them for a little while, even though I think a lot of the the things that I was intending to do with it have now potentially been replaced by uh, Beaver Thema. But there we go. So news over. I'm going to hand over to um, David, who's going to start chatting with Doug. Yeah, well, today we are talking about the development of page builders in general, where we think we're going. And we really needed to have Doug in because he's a developer and neither me and Nathan 
have got those skills really we are just punters who use the tools so we thought it'd be nice to have a developer on board and definitely somebody that i've wanted to talk to for a long time because i love your plugin doug the uh, additions Thank plugin you. that you've added because it's just right up my street it's about um efficiency you know so if anybody hasn't used this it's uh, one to definitely check out because it will kind of speed up your page loads if you're using google maps or you're using google sorry videos and stuff like youtube and vimeo so great to have you doug so i don't know really where we're going to start on this one obviously there's the big news about beaver thema so maybe mm. we'll start with just your take on it do you think this well, is I've, yeah yeah um, sure. I, I mean, I've I've had a, a a quick play with the alpha of it, and uh, I think it looks great. I think um, it's going to be very useful. Now, I'm I'm speaking more from a developer perspective, and um, I haven't quite got my hands dirty to test um, what capabilities are there. But if it's built in in the same way as the plugin, I think it's going to be. Um, pretty awesome for developers as well uh, and I think um, the, the important thing which is different to things like toolset um, is the is the front-end interface you don't have to disappear elsewhere into WordPress mm. uh, create your layouts and you know you, you still don't have to touch PHP or any template files so I think it's uh, it's going to be really useful for building up those page templates that um, uh, that you, you would have to use other solutions for otherwise. Could I ask, um, because you have the credentials to answer this question, and David and I have probably heard it a thousand times from people um, with with your credentials, what is it that Beaver Builder with the plugin and, as far as you know, the alpha release of Beaver Thema, what is it exactly that they did right? What is the secret sauce that they have got that made it so... Um, popular um, from from a developer point of view are, are you able to sort of elucidate that briefly or yeah um, I, I, I mean first I would say that it's it's not as popular as it should be hmm. um, after speaking to a number of developers um, beaver builder to them is still just a page builder and page builders in general have had a bit of a bad rep I think a lot of people have used the likes of you know, visual composer and, and whatever, and um, might have been bitten by some of those experiences. Um, and, you know, Beaver Builder itself, although it's, it's excellent, it's still a page builder and just it just needs people to realize that um, when you use a page builder, you're not, you know, just dragging and dropping stuff that other people have created. Um, uh, you, you can build your own stuff put it in there and um, and sort of continue with your own workflow, your own coding style. And, you know, re really to answer your question, um, for a developer, um, and now I'm, I'm talking more as a, a theme developer rather than a plugin developer, you can use Beaver Builder as an empty shell. In fact, that's exactly what I do for my clients is I will disable all of the modules that Beaver Builder uses and I'll just populate it with my own stuff. And so you get the best of both worlds. You, you can use your own code, you can use your own workflow, but you just have this great intuitive drag and drop builder um, that your users can use. And actually it's, it's great, you know, even if your users don't use it, they don't drag and drop stuff in. It's actually really nice to, to do that yourself instead of you know, including files in PHP or whatever. Mm. So I, I think that's that's really something that developers, and they're starting to catch on. I think that, you know, a lot of people are, are starting to realize that there is more to it than, you know, just dragging and dropping existing modules in. I think there's a lot of pushback for that reason. And once people realize that they can, you know, clear it out and start from scratch, then more people will use it. So yeah. when I install Beaver Builder, not being a developer like yourself, I get the usual array of modules and, you know, untick a few that I never use and whatnot and keep a few that I do. So that's what mine looks like, a very familiar vanilla install of Beaver Builder. So you strip all of that away. What what would yours yeah. then look like? What what sections, if you like, what areas <clears throat> that you can drag and drop, what do you typically put in to replace those? 
Um, well, I, um, I'll, I'll leave the editor, which is the normal WYSIWYG text editor. I'll yep. leave that in. Um, there's no point in me rebuilding that. But otherwise, um, for example, I might have a testimonials um, module that I want to drag and drop in, and mm. it won't be in the style that Beaver Builder provides. So I'll, I'll simply write my own. Um, and I, you know, I'll create the sections as I see fit for that particular project. Mm. Wow, that's phenomenal. I think that's really cool. And yet, presumably then you reuse and recycle these when the next project comes around, or do you tend to build bespoke each <laughs> as time? As much as possible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think as a developer, you're always tweaking and, and uh, you know, you're always playing with your code and code that you've written before is never quite good enough. So you, you always you always play with it, but generally you'll reuse the most uh, the, the bulk of it for sure. Okay. So how does that then apply to the thema? You're able to do the same thing where you can strip things away or have, or have I misunderstood that and can you add your own bits and pieces in is that why it's good from a developer point of view uh, from the thema perspective I don't yet know but I can only assume that that's possible yeah mm. um, I did have a very quick look um, and yeah I think that's going to be possible to strip out what you don't need I mean I, ideally um, if if we can create predefined layouts and headers and footers and stuff like that and drag and drop those in um then it's going to work in very much the same way as the plugin mm. i know I david gonna... sorry mm. no no come on. okay i was just going to say david i know you've been busy um playing with it and releasing a couple of really nice videos what's your what's your thoughts on it uh, so far i think it, i am I'm still kind of in shock on where we're going anyway with page builders. I, I did a little talk about this, and really my end was the fact that page builders are going beyond the page now. They are, you know, what the Beaver Thema is doing and what Toolset has also been doing, where it can connect up that interface with um, being able to style your archive pages, and that's the real key, and it being able to style your your theme, really. And I, this is just such a big thing, and I really see... This is taken us to, it takes me back to when I first came into building websites. The, the big debate that was going on then was um, about separating your code into CSS and HTML to have that separation of your presentation and your content. And it almost feels like this is where we're going at the moment when it comes to WordPress. We'll have our sort of content in there, but we'll also use page builders these days for styling. That's how it feels like it's going to go mm -hmm. in the future. Does that... Does that seem a bit far-fetched? Hmm. No, I, I understand exactly what you mean. I, I'm also puzzled by what what all this means because, like you say, we're at the beginning of something and it's hard to know. It's a, it's not quite as defined, is it, as CSS and HTML because they were sort of like worldwide specs that were going to be um, you know, approved by international bodies, if you like, and everybody mm. was jumping on board. But I, I just don't know. For me, I've played with it quite a bit this week. What I've been doing is I've got two local installs, one with Toolset in it and one with the Beaver Thema, and I've been trying to see where one works and the other doesn't. And so far, they kind of the, sort of there's a little bit of parity. I think the um, I think the approach that I've been I, I actually went out and bought ACF. Um, advanced custom fields this week just so that I could play with it and that obviously seems to be something that the beaver builder guys have kind of integrated off out, out of the gate um, so I wanted to see if I could do exactly the same with ACF and the thema as I could do with views types and um, and the thema or layouts and so far there seems to be some sort of parity there's quite a few things, I think you you sort of highlighted a few things on your video, like trying to get an image to be embedded with the thema. That was a little bit tricky. There are a few little obstacles like that. Have you found anything which you think at the minute is not what you expected or not working, David? Uh, no. Uh, it's, it's, it's almost exactly uh, what I was expecting to come out when the builder was there, because I think we've got that teaser with toolset, but it's just better integrated with the modules. And I think, you know, this is where people like Dog will start to need to look over the code there to be able to connect up their modules to the, um, you know, the um, connectors that are available 
in the thema. I mean, I don't know if you've looked at that, Doug, at all yet, because first thing I was thinking about was your plugin, and I wanted to load up a, a video, but I wanted to use yours because it would, you know, be a lighter load on my page. But, of course, I don't think there's any connectors there for that. So I guess that will be something that you might be looking at soon. <laughs> yeah, it might might well be. I, I'm... Um... Uh, I, I think we've. I've certainly had a look at the the connectors, and I've tried to work out kind of how they work, and it, it seems very logical in that sense. So, from a developer perspective, again, it's it's pretty exciting. Mm. Um, I think uh, for me, with a lot of content in the past, I, I used ACF a lot. Um, I use ACF to create regular fields, just normal text fields or image fields, uh, but I also use it to create full-blown layouts. And I kind of feel that with Beaver Builder in general, not just the Thema, but the plugin as well, it almost negates um, the need for ACF being used within a page or a post, almost, you know, perhaps Perhaps I've not fully thought this through, and I'll, I'll uh, readdress this. But you know, the the fact that you you can add images, uh, you can add galleries, you can add text fields. Perhaps yeah. for older sites that already have this stuff in Meta, then it's great to um, it's great to be able to port this over very easily to Beaver Builder, um, to a Beaver Builder theme. But actually, I, I kind of feel that Beaver Builder's got everything it needs. It's um, it's a great platform just to create the design also input the content as well Doug, mm. uh, have you tried toolset as well yeah but not for a while i i used to use it um 18 months or two years ago actually um just the layout side of things um and very briefly views everything's very tightly knit so you can really just use one and not the other um and, and i did use it and it was it was you know, it served a purpose, but it was nothing. Um, I, I always feel that Toolset got in there first to do these types of things, but mm. for that reason, you know, they weren't necessarily the best. And something like Beaver Thema coming along with a much more intuitive uh, interface is is always going to be a strong competitor. Yes. Yeah, I think for me, you know, the theme of what I really liked about it, I guess, you know, it's what I expected it to be, but it was the delight with using it. And I just thought, particularly as I'm trying to get clients to be a little bit more hands on and to do more teaching, I want an interface that they can understand. And it, yeah. it, that's it makes it a beauty compared to Toolset, which, of course, is a phenomenal product. But, you know, I'm in love now with Beaver Thema because just its usability david yeah. do you think they do you think they've struck the right balance um of usability for some non-technical non-skilled word wordpress user are you, are you what i'm saying i think is are you imagining giving your clients access to the thema or is this just a good tool for you and then you restrict access to it once it's all been set up and the website's been designed and you you hand it over without the capability of tinkering with the thema or do you think it's so simple that anybody could use it with a few minutes of instruction. Yeah, I wouldn't expect them to be doing too much in it, but I guess, you know, it's the same. If we're going to introduce them to the page builder anyway, they might as well be introduced to the theme page builder mm. uh, to change some of their layouts. I mean, I wouldn't expect them to do much, really, but I wanted to... It, it depends on the type of client, but, I mean, I'm trying to put forward a product which can be both, if you like, for those persons who want to have you build a site and design it and they learn how to amend it, but also the same product will apply to those people who want to learn how to do a little bit of design as they go on. And really it's the same few days that they spend. So depends on the client, we might teach them a little bit more if they uh, had an idea of what they wanted to do with their site. So, but I you know, it's intuitive because it's a page builder. Really it looks exactly the same when you're changing your themes as it does uh, with the rest and i don't think it takes too much to work out once you set them up how the connectors work how you connect uh, acf to the different fields in the modules it's pretty intuitive i feel yeah I, I can't see i can't see how you could make it more intuitive i guess um 
with an alpha release, you are assuming a certain amount about the people who are trying it out, that they're going to, you know, stick with it. And they're going to, if there's a new t term that they don't understand, like part, the word part came in. Hmm. And I was a bit, I didn't really get that to begin with and give it a few moments. And yeah, okay, got it. Um, but maybe that's the intention. I, I'm, I'm guessing that in the future, it'll come with all sorts of little tool tips and things so that if you if you're in a pep area of the thema and you don't quite understand what it is hover over this and a little explainer box will come up or something but yeah i think it's really really powerful just before we came on um the chat i was having a having a word with dog and dog was sort of expressing concerns not the right word but you were saying that you think potentially there's uh, maybe clients will get will get a bit um funky with their um, implementation of the headers and the footers and things like that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I certainly think the thema for um, page templates, such as a WooCommerce product, for example, or um, an archive page, a 404 page, a search page, those are those are absolutely fine. And um, you know, it's it's great to have a standard um, uh, layout that you can apply to a page type. So. You, rather than having a Beaver Builder template that you've got to apply to each individual product, for example, it doesn't quite make sense. Mm -hmm. uh, that That's all, all well and good. But I've always found as a developer, and I'm not the best front-end developer, I will uh, <laughs> admit that now, but um, I've, I've found headers and footers to be particularly sensitive to um, different screen sizes, for example. Mm -hmm. And um, give, giving a user the ability to do what they like in those areas um, mm -hmm. would, would be a reason for concern. But on the other hand, um, there is a new user access uh, class, which is uh, a feature in the, in the plugin, which allows us to give different permissions to different groups of users. So potentially there's, um, there's scope there to let people loose on the, uh, on the page templates but maybe restrict them on certain things in the header. Um, mm. Something I'd, I'd perhaps look at, especially for my clients. <laughs> you know, that's spot on, you know, because that's exactly the, the thing that I should have remembered as missing, headers and footers. It's still not there because it's still a replacement header and footer. And those, uh, the navigation, depending on where you place it and what you expect it to do, it doesn't work as well as, you know, the theme header, um, not yet. I noticed there were some improvements. There was actually improvements since since the first alpha to the version that just came out when it came to the navigation. It, it kind of performs better. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. and I do I do know that they're going to put in, or at least I heard that they were going to put in the mega menu into the um, so the, into the menu module that goes with that, which is something that I've really got into using recently. Yeah, yeah, um, I think. Be good. I, I think there's also um, potentially uh, scope to actually remove some some modules from certain types of layouts. I, I you know I, I noticed that you could add almost anything to a header, and perhaps you don't want a um, a masonry gallery in your header, for example. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe maybe you know there, there could be a a way of categorizing modules so that you can only have. Um, certain ones available to you when you're editing a, a header layout. Hey, that's a really mm. good idea. I like that. I can well imagine that the masonry gallery in the header will happen <laughs> at some point. Some 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 I'm user will it think it, it pops. You know, it's great. It's going to look brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> in it goes. And then phone call. <laughs> How do I undo it? Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah, I think that's absolutely right. If you can um, limit access to certain modules... So that they are only available. I can I can imagine. Um, I think we're all waiting. You know, when 2.0, the Beaver Builder 2.0 new layout and new look comes along, maybe that's the sort of thing that they'll they'll have indicated in some way. You know, this is suitable for this section or that section, or this is suitable. Um, I, th I think there is a little bit of improvement to be made, but having seen images of the 2.0 layout of Beaver Builder, it looks like they're they're going to dramatically change things. Have you? Um, yeah. I know David obviously has, but Doug, have you had any sort of sneak peeks on any of that or looked into it further, the, the, the way it's going to be done in the future, 2.0? Well, so this is where I admit something that perhaps I, I shouldn't, but um, last week I, I was allowed to release a bit of code into the Beaver Builder 
plugin. Uh, got, J Justin gave me permission, so I, I got access to the um, to the uh, plugin repository, and I had a quick sneak peek in there. But it's very hard to see, you know, exactly what things are going to look like just from the source code. So, um, but but people have shared stuff, um, maybe in the Facebook group, but certainly on, on Slack on the Slack mm. channel. So I've seen a few snippets there, uh, and it looks it looks really nice. Oh, you know what? You're going to be everybody's best friend now. <laughs> Tell us more. Yeah, no, it's in now. It's it permanently on the record. Oh, that's great though that they've um they've given you access to that. Obviously, a little you know, there's a lot of trust going on there that you were uh, you would go. Well, in I can't and... I can't just write anything to the repository. There's a there's a there's a workflow there. That and you can't you can't just delete the entire repository. Exactly. <laughs> And the Beaver Builder project with the stroke of a stroke of a return key. Oh, that's interesting. Exactly. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I confess I've only looked at a few images, um, but I, I think presumably they've been thinking long and hard about 2.0 Beaver Builder plugin and this new thema and trying to marry them and so that it's all happening at about the same time. I seem to remember somewhere. I think it was probably Justin saying. I think it was. I could be wrong. That you know you can't release all of this stuff at once not only do they not have the manpower to create it all but it would be absolutely overwhelming for people like me um if it was all to come down the pipe on the same day or roughly at the same time so staggering yeah. it a little bit is a good thing david any thoughts on 2.0 no i'm just waiting to see i've seen a few snapshots of it. it seems like it's going to organize uh third-party modules very well and our templates and that kind of stuff mm. but that's not been a big issue to me so uh really i, I it was the builder was the most exciting thing for me so mm. I, I guess i'll be surprised by 2.0 when it comes out but yeah. I, I haven't got any really high expectations i'm just looking forward to it do you um mm. do you think that there are rival products in the marketplace, page builders, because obviously we're talking about page builders in general, although it was always going to happen that we ended up talking about Beaver Builder more than anything else. Do you think, have you played with any other page builders? Doug, you obviously mentioned that you have. And do you think Beaver Builder might or should be looking at other ones to take um, to take notes for how it ought to be styled and how it ought to be laid out? I know, for example, that um, Elementor has a very sort of iconic approach so everything's got its own little icon and there's two arranged side by side and seems to use the space quite nicely and it kind of feels mm. almost like it's a bit of the customizer as well because i think it locks on the left hand side whereas beaver builder have chosen the right hand side and so on and so forth do you think have you looked at other page builders and thought oh do you know i wish beaver builder did that or this or no i I, I have looked at Elementor, um, and I think it's a, a really nice product. I've I've had a look at the code, and I've had a look at the front end, and I think it's it's well put together. Um, but I'm I'm sort of too in love with Beaver Builder to consider doing any work with that. Um, and I I think you know Beaver Builder's got everything that it needs. I I find it actually perhaps answering your previous question, uh, David. Um, about you know why Beaver Builder is is good for developers, it's just so intuitive to read the code. In fact, I've, my my um, style of code has improved just from using Beaver Builder. It's so well put together. It's so accessible. And um, and actually, I I want to put together a a bit of a um, maybe a blog series of some sort to help other people get to grips with some of this stuff. Um, and just for that reason alone, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm well and truly in the in the Beaver Builder camp, and mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's always good to keep an eye on on other products out there. But you know, Beaver Builder has everything, and um, and not only that, it's it's the support, it's the team behind it. I really um, I can't mm -hmm. speak highly enough of you know the the Beaver Builder team. Justin, in particular, has been so um, forthcoming with help i've i've really thrown some um problems at him that really aren't in scope but he's gone above and beyond and and helped me with a ton of stuff mm -hmm. and um for that reason you know why look elsewhere yeah i like yeah. it that's a good answer 
I think I think we'd all agree with that. Do you, I, and presumably, well, I, I know the answer to this. I think, Doug, but it it sort of you like the fact that they're not going for feature after feature after feature. You know, a module which flips boxes over and a module which I don't know gets a. I can only imagine, but I've seen other page builders where that's the premise: is just chuck in a ton of features that look all whiz bang and use heaps of JavaScript and interesting CSS transitions and things. But Beaver Builder is just not doing that. And as as we've just heard, you strip all of the stuff out anyway and start from scratch. Yeah, exactly. I I don't. Um, I think features like that do attract um, users for sure. Uh, and there's certainly um, two additions to Beaver Builder that, uh, that sort of fill that gap anyway, mm. uh, I can think of. Yep. Um, but now I, I, th I think keeping it clean and keeping the core feature set is super important. And I also believe that if you've got a strong developer community, then it, it kind of grows organically anyway. If you look at um, advanced custom fields, which of course is a developer plugin anyway, um, but maybe Gravity Forms is another example. It's very developer friendly. And just, just by doing that, people are creating some fantastic solutions based around that core product. And I think, um, you know, just, just serving your developer community well will will pay dividends in the future. Mm, yeah. Gosh, 100% with that. Um, I, do you know what, Doug? That's the thing that um, it, it's the same argument. I mean, <laughs> with the, the theme, when we're talking about themes, I really like the Beaver Builder theme. It took me a long time to convert over to that. But it's the same thing when I look at the code. I, I'm not a developer like that, but I can understand it. I can read it. It's all so neat and understandable. Mm. I know what each mm. of those files are doing yep. in yeah. the folders. And, you know, I, I can't say I've been able to do that with other themes that I've used. Uh, even Genesis, you know, which I used for a long time, I couldn't really understand what was going on. So, and, and in even looking at the new thema, you know, I can poke a way through that and get a good feel for how things are connected and working mm. uh, without without any real PHP knowledge at all, you know. Mm. Yeah. I wonder if um, there's always the sort of ongoing debate, isn't there? And, you know, a dozen posts are written across the internet each week about which is the best page builder. And I think it's fair to say that usually the, the the premise of that kind of an article is which page builder has the most features. Um, in other words, which page builder, once installed, can, can do a thousand things to your page. Um, and they tend to dominate. Um, but I think you're exactly right. What we need from the Beaver Builder community, sorry, the Beaver Builder developers, is not that we just need something rock solid, um, reliable, trustworthy. It's not going to break uh, with future updates, and mm. um, and it does what it, it claims it can do, which is put things on a page um, and let other mm. people worry about the whiz bang. Um, and I think probably the the two plugins that you were thinking about there would be Powerpack and um, Ultimate Add-ons. Let let yep. other people worry about that. And in your case, you know, you've built something that does um, the purpose of embedding a video. Uh, people can do that. And, and in a way, it's almost like WordPress itself. It, it is a platform onto which other people can add their own things. So it, it's possibly getting um, not getting as much attention as it ought to because it doesn't have all those million whiz-bang things. But that's not what its purpose is. And, and I love it for that reason. Yeah, I think what, one of the ironies to me about this is that uh, I was thinking about, you know, the, the development of page builders. I think, you know, WordPress's success was probably because it made it so easy for the average user to get on board and make a blog initially very quickly in a few minutes where something like Joomla or Drupal had a, a bigger learning curve. Yeah. So I think it took off because it was user friendly. And that's one of the difficulties I think you face with this. You, you obviously got to make a product that's well coded, but you've also in a way got to balance that out with getting the numbers in and getting the people who just want something to happen now. And those two things don't go together very well. And it's hard to strike that balance. And I think this is where Beaver Builder have done it. It's, it's, it's the kind of builder I think that's going to be used and make real sites with where some of them out there will be bought because they've got lots of whiz bang, but they won't actually end up on live websites or not for very long. 
Mm. Yeah, we've had this conversation quite a few times where we've talked about the high cost of Beaver Builder, um, the perceived high cost. You know, is it really $99 to buy the theme? That kind of thing. Um, mm. But I think David and I, and I'm guessing, Doug, you're going to fit into this as well, is I would rather I would rather put money into this project knowing that it's going to be around forever um, than punt on something which I'm not sure about. And we spoke to Justin and Robbie. We had them on a call just before Christmas. And we asked them to sort of say thanks to all of their staff. And I think at the time there was 10 of them that they mentioned. So they must be doing something right because, you know, having 10 people on, on payroll is, 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 a, is a big deal. It's a tall order. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, actually I was having a, a chat with Robbie on Skype and I was telling him he probably needs to... Uh, not Skype. It was Facebook. Just sort of saying, have you got a new? Have you got a nice robust server for the day that you actually do release this thema into the wild? Mm-hmm. Because my guess is you're suddenly going to be awash with with all sorts of new customers. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, I, I you know, I much rather use a a plugin that I know is um, commercially stable <clears throat> purely because it can afford to provide good support and it will be around for a long time uh certainly in in the past when i was starting out i'd, I'd use anything i'd use anything that served that immediate need but i've become um quite strict with my you know requirements for choosing a plug-in and beaver builder more than fits into that criteria mm. you um you... it's just go on sorry david Oh, no, I was just going to say, really, I was just going to echo what Doug said before. That seems to be a key thing with all three of us is that we we now start to look a little bit at the people behind the development and what they believe in and where they're going with these tools, where I find a lot of the uh, other page builders out there, you actually you have to struggle to find who they are and who's behind it and what they believe in. And I, I had that with Elementor when I first looked at that. You know, I couldn't initially find anything on the guys behind it. Do they advertise? Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen any paid so. ads? My Facebook feed is full of adverts for page builders. Um, I get Divi a lot, um, and I get um, Elementor increasingly. I'm not sure if they're ads or just suggestions to join the group, but I've never seen a Beaver Builder advert, oddly. I don't know if they actually spend any money on their advertising or if it's just organic. Yeah. Mm. Um, Doug, one, one other point here is that one of the things that you wrote in your um, in your little, well, we put a document together before the, the show goes live, and you've written why um, you were going to talk about why using a page builder doesn't mean you're not a dev, um, a developer. It's interesting because I, I, I'm really reluctant to use that word about myself. I've yet to decide upon the correct vocabulary for what I do. I think I'm a website builder, um, and I don't know what you call yourself, David exactly but Doug you are clearly a developer you know this stuff do you think do you think I could allow myself to call myself a developer or is that a stretch no what what I meant by that is is developers who are reluctant to um, take the plunge and use a a page builder Ah. um, to to build their sites I think a a site builder is is absolutely fine um, if you're not writing code but um, no it, it in the developer community, I mean, certainly there's there's a lot of things on Twitter and Facebook and people I speak to at um, various events. They they're just so much in the in the camp of if I use a page builder, then I'm not a real developer. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and I I really want to debunk that myth. I mean, from the from the stuff I said earlier, you you don't have to sacrifice any of your workflow. You're not you know you can you can use whatever code you want to use it's just an interface um and i find that you know p- developers seem to be quite reluctant to let go of the regular wordpress page editor page you know so you, you've got your title and then your body content and then you've got all your custom fields and your featured image and all the rest of it and, and rather than sort of embracing this very clean interface they want to stuff more more features into there like short code builders or you know advanced custom fields flexible layouts and all of, all of this stuff and all of, although these tools are very 
good for developers. They're very useful. Advanced Custom Fields is a fantastic plugin, very extensible. It's not user-friendly. Um, my customers hate um, using Advanced Custom Fields because they don't understand it. Mm. If you've got repeat fields inside flexible layouts, they're editing buttons that they don't really know you know, where it exists actually on the front end and you know, they'll go and edit something and hit publish and switch over to the front end. Oh no, I've edited the wrong thing. I've got to go back. Um, so letting go of that, you know, traditional way of um, providing interfaces to clients, I think is something that uh, developers need to start considering. Mm. Well, it's not going away, is it? Page builders are not disappearing, so everybody really has to uh, ad adapt to what is happening. But th I think there's, you know, there's always going to be resistance when we move into any kind of new era on the web there because, I mean, I, I feel sorry for all of those people who invested in learning Flash technology yeah. for their websites. Do you know what? That was really... I was just going to say that I, I, rather than it not going away, I think I think much strong, more strongly than that, I think it is going to be the predominant way of most people um, building their own website. Obviously, I'm not talking about um, great big companies that have very specialist needs, but the I think the vast majority of little sites where it's basically a brochure and it's got an about us page and a contact page and here's what we do and here's our prices and so on. I think the vast majority of that is going to be done with a page builder of one type or another. You know, you look at things like Squarespace and Wix, which we talk about quite a bit. They're just growing at a phenomenal rate um, because yeah. they're simple. And and if WordPress didn't have an ecosystem of page builders, it would it would absolutely get left behind. I, I'm what what I'm interested to see is if at some point automatic do something um, of their own and just drop it on us one day sort of unexpectedly. Here's oh look we've got a page builder. You now no longer well, they, need the back end. You know? They they are working on something. It's not quite as full featured. I think it's called Project Gutenberg. Um, oh, right. And it's it's a front end builder of sorts, and I think very integrated with customizer and stuff like that. But it's it's still not the same as um, a true front end page builder like Beaver Builder. Mm. Yeah, so I think these things are going to be around. Not only that, I think they're going to become the norm, and the job for people like me and David will be, um, you know, skilling ourselves so that we can implement them quickly and with with a, as little fuss as possible for clients. Um, because despite the fact that they're easy, they're still they're still difficult for people who've got no interest in operating a website. Uh, I still think there'll be employment for all of us, even even when the the page builder is super simple for us to use. And you sort of forget, don't you, that you you know to us it's instinctive to do these things. Oh, you drag that there and then you click that button. Oh, go to the advanced tab and scroll down a bit. There's your padding. Um, that sort yeah. of stuff is of no interest to um, the the hairdresser or the, the butcher who just want a website quickly, you know. But I, I also think that, you know, the, the website that you deliver is is not necessarily the, the, the full package. I mean, mm. as a website builder, your insights and experience of perhaps what what the value is rather than the actual website itself, if yeah. you see what I mean. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and and rather, rather than delivering a website, you are providing a business solution and that's that's kind of where the um yes. you know where people will will go yeah it's not hey, about Doug. sorry you I, I was going to say something of no consequence david you carry on well no i just wanted doug to talk about what he was doing because actually we haven't promoted his blog and you've already written a few articles right. on there which are really helpful for understanding or getting more towards the development side with beaver builder so Perhaps you could just give us the URL. We'll definitely include it below. But also, I wanted to talk about um, the new plugin which you showed me. Can you talk about that? Where you were talking about giving sort of certain conditions depending on the URL that someone follows to what content they will see on a page. Yeah. Uh, so um, you can find me at wpdevelopers.co.uk. Um, the plugin that David is talking about is. Um, it's not a unique thing, mm -hmm. um, but it, it 
I, I want to uh, help people um, make the most of their traffic by uh, not necessarily uh, displaying elements on a page that a user might not have any benefit from. So, for example, if uh, someone subscribes to your newsletter, you can uh, replace that area of the page with something else. Uh, and the idea is that you can segment people um, by different behavior. So if they've come from a certain URL or uh, an email or something like that, or, or they've done something on your, on your site, they've viewed a certain page, they've um, read a, a post in a certain category, they've bought something, you can then um, add them to a, a segment and you can display uh, content conditionally uh, to them. And I, actually, I'm quite excited by the, the thema in this instance because you know now we can do the same sort of thing for the whole page. Um, currently, it works with uh, Beaver Builder modules and also WordPress widgets. But yeah, I think it will be quite exciting to play with the thema as well and see what we can do with the header and and stuff like that wow yeah, I, I, mm. I like the idea of that yeah that's it that's really nice oh i'm excited it's, it's, it's <laughs> yeah it's missing isn't it this is what we don't we don't have much in the way of the marketing tools this is where uh, i think thrive themes themes does quite well because it's very much focused on marketing so it has those kind of evergreen countdowns and lots of other things like that but th th there's something lacking i think there in what's been built for beaver builder so please continue with this product doug <laughs> <laughs> yeah that sounds yeah, really well, exciting so what 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 are the categories that that are that you can apply as conditions you've got like i looked at this page um yep. what else um you can um so by page by post category, product category. Um, and if you imagine, if, if you can target someone by a page, then, you know, if they've reached the thank you page of um, a purchase or a thank you page of a newsletter subscription, then you can apply them uh, accordingly. So um, they can go in those different segments and then you can promote different things. Um, but also if they've come from a... Uh, a link that you've perhaps added a, a yep. query string, which is question mark, yep. some, some text. Uh, so, for instance, if you use that link in your email campaign, uh, you can add people to that segment uh, once they land on your site and immediately target them with new content. Um, and the idea in the future is to integrate with a few CRMs so that you can have a bit of a... Um, a connection between segments that you've got in a CRM and content that they see on your website. I think this is going to be a really, really interesting project. I can well imagine that I could absolutely use that immediately. Do you um, do you sort of do you retain the, the the capabilities of this over a period of days? Does it sort of it put cookies in, and so if I come back two days <coughs> later um, and I have done none of the actions, I haven't conditionally looked at this page i've just gone i don't know straight to your site will it remember that that i've been there before or came from an email or yeah so currently you can um add people to a segment for um period of time up to two years uh, okay. and you can also remove them from a segment if they do something else so if they if they go to another page or whatever you can then remove them from um another segment so the idea is that you can take them through uh, a marketing funnel and uh, display different stuff along the way. Fantastic! Yeah. Okay. How how long how long out is it until you think you'll be ready for? Uh... <laughs> oh god! <laughs> I'm not committing to anything. But let's see what happens in the next six weeks. <laughs> six weeks. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, brilliant! Oh, and no, I'm waited with bated breath. That sounds phenomenal. You clearly know your stuff, which is great. It's nice to have somebody on who, um, unlike David and I, gassing on sort of. Without the technical knowledge, it's nice to have somebody who really understands the nuts and bolts of it. Wouldn't wouldn't you agree, David? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Doug, I don't, we don't know much about you actually. When you're doing your daytime job, is this does this come into effect? Then do you do you employ these kind of techniques um, on any websites? Yeah. Um, well, I I'm actually apart from the digital marketing and the mm. the dev stuff, I also um, 
uh, am a partner in another business, um, which is uh, completely abstract. It's, it's uh, selling a tennis training aid uh, yeah. called Topspin Pro. And um, essentially, it's an e-commerce business. Uh, so we use, um, uh, or we will be using some of these things. Actually, the existing site is um, is not geared up for it, but the, I've rebuilt the, the site um, and it's currently in development at the moment on a staging site um, and it's using some of these techniques in there. Oh, wow. Okay. Real. I can see. Right. Yeah, you need to know this stuff, wouldn't you, to start building a, a product like this? So I was just fascinated by how you started with it, but that makes sense. That's it. Yeah. Wow. No, it's, 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 it's really, I, I mean, I spend a lot of time looking at boring stuff like data and uh, user behavior mm. and I kind of thought that, well, you know, you get you get a certain amount of traffic and people's um, attention spans are generally very low, even for returning visitors. And it just makes sense to make the most of their visit and um, display content that that you want them to see rather than, you know, a, a blanket template or whatever that you might have. Yeah, we have yes. a lot of this kind of automation um, in things like CRMs and email autoresponders like Active Campaign and so on, where they, they, they take a lot of this data, don't they? And, you know, the user did this, send them this. The user did that, send them this, or wait for six weeks and send them this or whatever. But the idea of displaying really specific content um, on, a, on a page because of what somebody did, I think that's, if you can distribute that and make that available en masse, that's that's brilliant. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, great. So yeah, you, I think you've got two beta testers um, right here. Me and David will <laughs> happily <laughs> happily try that out for you. Um, David, we're on fifty-ish minutes. Do you have anything that you would like to add, or do you think that we should uh, let let Doug go back to the real world? Yeah, we should let him go. But I I, I could talk to Doug all day long. Yeah. Really, this is great. Yes, yeah. likewise. Again. I've really enjoyed it. It's been great fun. Yeah, no, thank you so much. It's been fascinating. Uh, David, whilst I ramble on, I'm going to ask you to come up with an English phrase because um, you know what we do at the end of the uh, the podcast. Yeah. Uh, so I'll let you think about that. And whilst you think about that, I will announce to the world that today, the 23rd of February, is David Wormsley's birthday. <laughs> He's 21 yes. again. Yeah. Um, you believe? Yeah, I know. So if anybody makes it to this part um, and you're in the Facebook group or you are on our website and you want to put one of those little cheesy birthday cake icons in the comments. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, no, do it. Go on, do, do loads. Do a string of like 100. <laughs> Copy and paste 100 repeatedly. Um, yeah, so happy birthday, David. And have you got a phrase for me? What about a Scottish one? I think this is Scottish. Uh, many um, mickle makes a muckle. That's mm. going to be difficult for anyone to type out. Okay. Many a mickle makes a muckle. Men I don't even know Do what know that, that means, no. no. Oh, it's, it's little bits of things you gather up make a big thing in the end. Ah, uh, very, 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 very good advice. <laughs> <laughs> so there we go. Uh, thank you for listening to episode 14 of the WP Builds podcast. Please leave some comments below, either in the Facebook Beaver Builders group or if you find us on wpbuilds.com, leave some comments there. That would be most appreciated because we do honestly reply to pretty much every single thing that's written. And uh, cheesy music rolling in. And I think the cheesy music, David, when you get to hear it, is going to sing to you this week. So thanks, everybody. Thanks for joining us. And we'll see you again next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye, -bye. Bye.